0: Welcome to Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison. Today on the broadcast, I have Dr. John Burpee from Texas, way out in Texas. Welcome, John. Yes.
1: Yes, I'd like to say it's warmer. It is a little warmer, but not not as uh, warm as we'd like it. But it's good to be on here with you.
0: Well, you are the uh, founder of Destiny Church Ministries and... I wanted your voice on for the beginning of the year, for January 2019. I know that God um, has great plans and a destiny for our listeners today. And I just wanted you to share what was on your heart.
1: Well, I will tell you, God began to speak to me about this season probably seven or eight years ago. When I was pastoring a, a local church, I oversee a network of ministers now, but when I was pastoring in Lincoln, Nebraska, probably five, six, maybe even seven years ago, the Lord began to speak to me clearly about 2020 and how 2020 is, it, of course, that's we think a perfect vision, but it is coming into that perfect vision. It's coming into that fullness. And so when we started coming into 2019, I kept hearing the word prelude. It, this is a prelude to 2020. So I began to inquire of the Lord, well, what what does that mean? What, How is that going to affect us? How should we respond to that? What the Lord was really speaking to me about was we don't need to be trying to get ready uh, so that we can be, uh, uh, you know, kind of working on 2020, but we need to get totally prepared and start... Uh, flowing in the fullness of what God has called us to so that when we come into 2020 we're ready because that there's going to be a tremendous harvest and so uh, this year what I've been telling people is this is time it's the time of alignment it's a time of getting things positioned properly whether it's getting the little foxes out of your life those things that easily beset you attitudes, uh, disobedience, God may want, uh, some, some people right now may be standing at the threshold of a door, and you may have been standing there for a year or two, maybe even five years, and the Lord's saying it's time to step into that now. Don't wait another year, but step into it now. Step into this new season. Step into the dream. Begin to step into this destiny. Come into alignment and uh get the mindset it's time to get the mindset into into alignment get the heart into alignment get the right people around you so that uh you're being intentional and uh and being obedient in what the lord is wanting you to do because uh, uh I heard one person saying like uh I don't know if it was on Jim Baker show or whatever but they were talking about like um uh, this season is uh, 2019 is like a tsunami's taking place, and when a tsunami takes place, basically the water recedes first, and when it recedes, what it does is it exposes everything that's been li- been lying underneath, been laying there underneath, and so uh, a lot of folks be, are like, "Wow, man, my financial situation's being exposed, my relationships are being exposed." My uh, uh, my uh, ministry is being exposed. Uh, things in my life personally are being exposed. They're being li- everything's being laid out. You know, uh, it's like I'm lying there bare and everything's exposed. That's a good thing because all of those things that God's exposing, whether whether no matter what it is, it's time to say, okay, I need to get this right. I cannot take this with me into this year. I don't I wanna be ready. I wanna be ready now. And so it's important to uh make amends, get into the right relationships, step through that door, uh, and step into this destiny, step into what God is wanting you to do, step into that now. You know, those folks that know that they know that they know, you've gotta take the risk, you've gotta pull the trigger. Step through that threshold. I'm telling you, once you step through the door and make a decision, I'm telling you, God is going to be there to meet you, and you're going to see incredible things happening. And when we come into alignment, when we come in, we start stepping into that, uh, it's, it's powerful. And I'll speak to that in a little bit, but I don't know if you want to uh, interject anything here, Angel. or mom. I did.
0: I wanted to ask you, um, we talked about who we are, our identity in Christ. Can you expound upon that?
1: Yes. Uh, I've done a lot of writing. I have some teachings on your identity in Christ. But what, one of the big things is, is like when people put their identity in their job, uh, put their identity as a, a mother or a father or, you know, like your career or whatever it might be, uh, what happens is when you lose your job, you lose your identity. When the kids move out, You lose your identity. And that's why you see a lot of marriages dissolve after that. And so we need to make sure that our identity is in Christ. Now, John 10.10 says the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus says, I've come to bring life and life abundantly. And when the enemy comes to steal, he comes to steal your identity. He wants to steal who you are in Christ Jesus. This is why it is so important understand our identity because everything that's the foundation of everything if we're going to move in our purpose and and we begin to understand what god wants us to do and we go to step out and the enemy's like who do you think you are and if you don't know who you are in christ then he's going to block you right there so we need to have the confidence this is a this is a god-given confidence of knowing who we are in christ jesus knowing our birthright, knowing uh, all of what happened uh, with the adoption, what we've been brought into. And, uh, and of course, through that identity is understanding right along with it the authority we have as a believer. And, and it's so it, it, And that is so important that God has delegated that authority to us. I believe it's John 12, verse 13. Jesus says to those who believe. Even in, in the works that I have done, even greater works should you do. That's a delegated authority that he's given to us. So we need to know uh, who we are in Christ. So he comes to steal your identity, and that, and then the next thing he wants to do is he, he comes steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to kill your spirit. How does the enemy kill your spirit? He gets you focused on things. He can kill some people's spirit through betrayal. There's so many ministers, so many leaders, uh, business leaders, and, and and folks, even even spouses, uh, that have gone through major betrayal, and the only ones that can betray you are the ones that get close to you. But what what happens is it it brings chaos and it begins to steal your spirit. You've lost your joy. Uh, you've lost your peace. Why? Because the enemy is coming to to uh, uh, kill. That spirit to 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 rob you of those things, so now you're focused more on the circumstances than you are on on your purpose and what God is wanting you to do, and uh, you can get a hatred there was a time I hated my father, I hated my father here I am a minister, and I kind of I knew who I was in Christ, but my spirit was being pushed down because I had such a hatred, so I had to go and ask my father to forgive me of my hatred towards him. Now, my father did a lot of things that caused that, but I didn't go and put that on my father. And when I asked for forgiveness of my father because of how I, my attitude towards him, it set me free. It set my family free. It set my siblings free. It set my mother free. It was absolutely incredible what happened there. But the enemy was trying to kill my spirit, even as a pastor, standing behind a pulpit every week, and and I wasn't trying to be, hide these things. I wasn't trying to be a fake. But I'm telling you, you know this angel as well as anybody. There's a lot of people out there. They're hurting. There's issues in their life. They want to move forward. They want to step into their destiny. But the enemy has them pushed down. He's got them down. He's got his knee in their back, and he's killing their spirit. And it's time to say no more. The enemy is not going to steal my identity. He's not going to kill my spirit. Uh... Because if we allow that, then what happens is bitterness, unforgiveness, those things can come in. And then eventually what what, uh, uh, the enemy wants to do is destroy your soul. That's the steal, kill, and destroy. So he wants to literally destroy your soul. And we've seen so many people get hurt, allow these circumstances to come in and kill your spirit because you didn't know who you were in Christ Jesus. And eventually, you just walked away from the things of God, and it just destroyed your spirit. And so we've got to know who we are in Christ Jesus. And when we know who we are in Christ Jesus, and we begin to understand our purpose, that's the thing. Every morning when we get out of bed, we need to know our God-given purpose. That's what gets us up. That's what keeps us going. And so when we begin to understand our God-given purpose and have clarity, of that purpose, this is what happens God's favor. And I can show scripture in, in this in three or four different places, but Joseph is a great place. Look what Joseph went through. He had a dream. He had an incredible dream. And he told it to his brothers, and, and he got in trouble and all of that, and he ends up going and he's put in jail. Can you imagine having a dream like he had, being behind bars, thinking, wow, this is not my dream. And there's a lot of people right now. You are not in a place where uh where you know you need to be where God showed you in the dream in in prophetic words how whatever's been released to you what you feel in your spirit, and you know I am not there this is not this is not my dream and it's important for us to get ourselves repositioned to release those things that are keeping there to forgive, to release, to to renounce, whatever whatever you have to do to take that step of obedience, step through that threshold, whatever you have to do to get clarity of purpose, because God's favor, and you see this with Joseph, everything Joseph did, even when he was in jail, no matter what he did, the comment was, wow, the favor of God is with this man. The favor of God is with this man. And, and, uh, when we walk in God's purpose, His favor is more on, on the purpose He's placed before us than it is on us as an individual. So that's why it's important for us to have clarity of purpose, to walk in that purpose, because here's what happens. Lance Wallenau said this years ago. He said, God's favor is like there's an attraction of Him to you to want to accomplish He wants to accomplish the things that he's placed in you. And when we walk in God's favor, people come around us. When you you position yourself and you start walking in God's purpose, and that favor starts kicking in, all of a sudden people are starting to want to collaborate with you. Why? Because God's bringing people into your life to help you accomplish what he's asked you to do. The next thing is we begin to see the windows of heaven open, and finances are released. And all of a sudden, finances are coming out uh, here and there, and we're like, wow, why is this happening? It's because we've come into alignment with our assignment. We have clarity of purpose, and we're walking in obedience, and now God's favor is being released. People are collaborating. Uh, the finances are, are, are being dispersed from, from uh, the kingdom's treasury, and doors of opportunity begin to open. And this is how God wants us to walk, but we have to know who we are in Christ Jesus. We have to have clarity of purpose. We have to be intentional in walking in that purpose and, uh, and not allow the enemy to wreak havoc with us. And I'll tell you, the favor of God is there. And, and here's the neat thing about this. And, and this is a key that I think a lot of people miss is this, is that when we know who we are in Christ Jesus and when our spirit is right and and uh, uh, we're, we're walking in faith, this, this helps us to step into a place of intimacy with the Holy Spirit
0: mm-hmm.
1: because now we're hearing that small, still voice. We don't have all of these other voices. And, and there will be voices, but when we are in the proper alignment with father god and he thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven how does that happen father god has a plan on this earth he wants to release that plan to us and he chooses to do that through the holy spirit now we know jesus died on the cross he forgave us of all of our sins he was buried he rose on the third day and calvary is very very important all the works that happened in calvary the stripes and that for our healing and all of that the deliverance and being set free all of that uh, took place because of what christ did on the cross but when he ascended into heaven to set at the right hand of the father the holy spirit was sent to us not just as a comforter but to guide us to lead us to empower us to strengthen us in time of weakness and this is why it is so important if we're going to be successful in the kingdom of god If we're going to demonstrate, if we're going to declare and demonstrate the Word of God, we have to be in a place of intimacy uh, with the Holy Spirit to hear the Father's heart. And I'll tell you something, Angel. When we hear the Father's heart and we know that we know that God spoke that to us, then we speak it out. And when we speak it out, something happens. It's like a seed. When he speaks these things to us through the Holy Spirit, it's like a seed that comes in us and we, and we receive it through our mind. It comes into our spirit, but we can't hang on to that. It's like a seed in a farmer's pocket. If you just keep that seed in the pocket, it's never going to produce. But I tell people when God gives you a thought, when he gives you something, yes, it's okay to hang on to that, to process it, to, to, to pray over it, pray into it. Uh, whatever, whatever you need to do. But then there comes a time when you have to speak that out. That's how this earth was created. That's how God operates through speaking, speaking things out. So when we speak that seed thought out, when a seed goes into the ground, as soon as that seed hits the ground, it places a demand on that soil to produce. And so we have to be in a position where we understand our purpose. We're in a place of intimacy with the Holy Spirit. We're hearing the Father's heart, and we're releasing that. Whatever our assignment is, you have assignments, I have assignments, people out there are listening, you have assignments. But if you're gonna walk in that assignment, if you're gonna be successful, you have to position yourself to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. And, and so it's the Spirit and the Word of God that keeps us in the right alignment, in the right place, where we are hearing the Father's heart through His Word and through through the Logos Word, the written Word, and through the Rama Word, that spoken Word, hearing that small, still voice being led by the Spirit of God, uh, accomplishing and doing the Father's heart, releasing the Father's heart on this earth and seeing it manifested. The manifest presence of God is so important everywhere Nancy and I go. We spend a lot of time praying and preparing before we go. But once we get to a place, it's not a time of praying anymore. It's a time of declaring and demonstrating. And we believe that we hear the Father's heart. When we speak that out, whether it's through healing, whether it's through the prophetic word, however God wants us to release it to to the local church, to the community, to the region, whatever, uh, we know when we hear the Father's heart, we speak it out, something is going to happen. Something's gonna happen. So we we have to we have to know who we are in Christ Jesus. We have to. We can't we, we cannot walk. We, you can't go out the door if you don't know who you are in Christ Jesus because the enemy will attack you all the time trying to trying to put trying to brand you. And this is what people do, this is what the enemy does, tries to brand you and put somebody else's brand on you. So you're not walking in what God wants you to walk in. You're not in your lane where God wants you to 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 move in in the giftings, in the purpose, in, in His plan, in the vision, the destiny, the dream that He's given you. Don't let anybody steal that from you. That's what God's given you. So in order to accomplish that, you've got to know who you are in Christ Jesus. You have to. That is so important. You have to know, you have to stand and move in the authority you have as a believer and then you come into alignment with that, you position yourself, you get clarity, and you step through that door, and you begin to declare and demonstrate all of what the Father's heart is releasing to you through the Holy Spirit. So that means we have to stay, we have to be and stay in a place of intimacy with the Holy Spirit so we can hear the Father's heart, speak it out, and see it manifested here on the earth.
0: Well, Dr. John, I have been in services where you and your wife have ministered, and I have witnessed um, signs, wonders, and miracles. (laughs) I have seen people um, give testimony of healing. I believe that um, what you're talking about today is telling people, too, that they have the authority right at home to take authority over sickness, disease, um, using the power of the word of god yes yeah, so, uh,
1: th- this is a very important for people to understand is that uh, wherever we go angel we when we're ministering in miracle signs and wonders we use that as a teaching moment because we don't want people to think well we got to wait for the next healing evangelist or the next person that works in miracle signs and wonders that that is for all of us that is for all of us, whether it's in the home, laying hands on your baby, your children, your husband, even laying hands on yourself. He has given us that authority. In John twelve thirteen, 13, but it says, to those who believe. That's the prerequisite. It's to those who believe. And it's important that we understand that because sometimes we disqualify ourselves. And uh, while I'm not a minister I'm not a preacher uh, I'm not a, a healing evangelist uh, you know whatever it is that that, uh, that people put on themselves but uh, John 14 John 14:12 14, Jesus is saying this this is for all of us truly truly I say to you he who believes in me that's the prerequisite he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these will he do because I go to the Father. And greater works, I think, is is that, you know, we're not limited geographically. We have the Holy Spirit. We can minister. I've ministered healing through Skype and different venues uh, over in other countries. You know, so we're, we're not limited uh, through the telephone. And uh, so... Uh, but the, the key is, is this, like what you were saying, Angel. This is for everybody, and this is what Nancy and I do. When we go out, we're called to equip. Ephesians four eleven says God called uh, apostles and prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists to equip the saints. So wherever we go, and we're moving in miracles, signs and wonders, we bring people. We start getting people involved. You've been in meetings where people got new lungs. We've had tumors uh, uh, come off of people. People get out of wheelchairs. Uh, blind eyes, deaf ears. We've seen incredible, incredible miracle signs and wonders. And some of those, yes, were were through us, but then we would bring others in that were ministered to and we'd say, uh, uh, go ahead and just lay hands. Speak to that pain to go. Speak to this thing. And they did. They took authority and I said, now ask them, what is going on? And they said, what's going on? and They check it out and they go, it's gone. I don't have it anymore. It's gone. And, and it was an instant, miraculous healing. So we have to have expectation. I know this is, sounds like a cliche, but I'm telling you something. Uh, with expectation comes manifestation. And and I know, I know my purpose. One of my purposes in life is empowering expectation. And my other purpose is bridging destiny. So every morning when I get out of bed, even preparing, even praying uh, about this call, I knew that I'm called to empower expectation for, for these listeners around the world, and we're here to bridge destiny. We're, we're always trying to help people get connected with the right people, the right mindset, the right resources, whatever we can do to help uh, people accomplish uh, God's purpose. And, how does... and where Nancy and I are at now, uh, Angel, is mm-hmm. we serve. We serve about 110 ministers in our network. We serve them. We pray for them. We get on the phone. We do conflict resolution. We help them with strategies. We help them with their vision. Whatever we can do, get connected with the right people, and we love it. It, It's just a great place to be.
0: And how does people get in contact with you if they wanted to be, uh, to take part in that ministry, or maybe they just need some counsel, vision? How does people, uh, do you have a website? How could they contact you?
1: yeah uh they can go to my website johnburpee.com, dot com j o h n b is in boy u r p is in peter e e dot com john dot com and then uh they can go to uh, john at john dot com is my email john at johnburpee dot com and um like i said we we uh we have about 110 ministers, and these ministers are involved uh, with uh, ministry in human trafficking. They're involved with uh, uh, networks of their own. Uh, we have ministers in Honduras and Australia and Africa and uh, uh, Canada, several ministers in Canada. They're involved with us all across the United States, mm-hmm. and we travel we go up, actually, we go up to New England uh, every year for a couple of months, and we just try to tap into ministers. Some of these ministers are kind of affiliated with us. They're not ordained with us, but we go into their churches. We speak into their churches. We work with the pastors for strategies. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and sometimes, you know, there's a lot of people out there in ministry. They just feel like they're all by themselves. Right. They feel like they don't fit. And this is what we call our minister's network. It's almost like David's army. Right. You know, there is, they may be misfits, but they're misfits in a good way. They're not rebellious people. They're not weird, freaky people. They're just people that are trying to do what God wants them to do, and they don't fit in someone else's box. And right. so in our network, Angel, what we do is we try to say everything is relational, not positional. Like even though I'm an apostle of the network, it's foundational. I'm not. This is not a hierarchy thing. It's a thing where we serve, and then we try to celebrate. Most people in, in in religious systems, at best, they're tolerated. What we try to do is celebrate with them in what God's wanting them to do. Right. And so we love it.
0: We just because love it because it's all for His glory, right, Doctor John? All for God's uh, yeah, glory. Absolutely. Well, um, we're out of time, absolutely. and I, I'd love to have you pray for the listeners. Um, just give us uh some empowering words as we close this broadcast will you dr john
1: i will i will and thank you angel for inviting me on today lord i thank you lord that uh, uh, nothing is impossible with you and when you come into our lives lord uh, you are the god of more you are the limitless one that resides in us and so when we understand who we are in Christ, and we're not some, uh, just some physical being, we're in a physical body, but we are a supernatural being, and that we are called, uh, to, uh, be about the Father's business on this earth and work in the supernatural things. So, Lord, I thank you for all these listeners, and I pray for those right now that are being bombarded by the enemy he's trying to steal kill and destroy i come against that i bind the works of the enemy right now i i I pray you open the eyes and the ears of these individuals to realize what's going on and for them to get into god's word get into a place of intimacy where they will hear the holy spirit begin to understand who they are in christ jesus and rise up to a place where they say themselves no more devil you will no more have any place in me I come against that, and I pray that, that if they need to renounce some things, that they do. Also, I declare, Lord God, that those that are standing, they, they've come up to the door, they're standing in the threshold. I declare today, even today, they will make a decision that I'm going to step into this new season. I'm going to step into this dream. Oh, oh, I'm going to start this business. I'm, I'm going to uh, uh, start this ministry. Whatever it is that God is speaking to you, i want to tell you something this is a now season it's not time to wait any longer there's a great harvest that's coming upon us and and we need to be ready now we can't be getting ready when we step into 2020 we need to be ready now so it's time to get clarity of purpose it's time to come into alignment lord so speak to the hearts of these people i pray for those that are hurting those that are in pain right now Lord, bring people around them that will minister to them, those that feel lonely, that are out there all by themselves. I'm telling you something. You are not alone. The Holy Spirit is there. He knows what's going on. Father God uh, wants to use you. He wants to heal your body. He wants to touch you physically, emotionally. He wants to remove the pain in your life and set you up in a place where you are going to move forth in the miracle signs and wonders and fulfill all of the dream and the destiny that God's called you to. So, Lord, touch these people. Lord, give them the confidence, uh, uh, not in themselves, but in knowing who they are in Christ Jesus, that they would step forth with clarity of purpose. And your favor, your favor would come around them. People would collaborate. Finances would come. Doors of opportunity would open. I declare this. I declare this as a new season, a new day for these folks. I declare it in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, thank you, Dr. John. And thank you, listeners, for joining me today. Tune in again next week for another broadcast of Destiny Moments.